Welcome to the Self-Growth Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Marie, a courage coach, creative soul, and adventure seeker. Since thru-hiking the Pacific Crest Trail in 2019, I'm on a mission to help you embrace your most confident self so you can achieve your dreams too. If you're eager for deep conversations, big questions, and meaningful connections, join me on the quest to discovering how we can create a more magical and memorable life. Hello, nerds! How are you? I'm good, and today we're talking about something that's so important, which is advocating for your needs and your desires. I believe this is going to impact the quality of your life so much. If you feel frustrated a lot of the time, like you're twisting yourself in a pretzel, trying to fit into a mold that doesn't feel like you, it's probably because you have stopped or never learned to advocate for what you, a unique being, wants and needs in order to thrive. I don't know much about plants, but maybe you're trying to be like a cactus that doesn't need much water when you're actually the sort of plant that would need water every day. Or maybe you're trying to be the sort of plant that can live in the shade when actually you need to be in the sun. Maybe you've been working against your nature in order to be more convenient for others in your life, in order to fit into the life that you have instead of creating a new kind of life that's aligned with who you are at your core. That's what I have been learning in this season of my life. It's being okay about what I want, owning the fuck out of my needs and my desires instead of trying to be someone that I'm not. For a long time, I tried convincing myself that I didn't need certain things in an intimate relationship so that I could remain in the relationship that I was in. I didn't want to have to make changes. It was inconvenient for me. But truth is inconvenient. And fighting reality has its limits. The plant who needs to be in the sun is going to die in the shade. So if you're not in the right environment for you, of course you're going to feel depressed. Of course you're going to have bouts of rage or, or random illnesses that show up. You're not taking care of yourself like you need to be taken care of. And that's most probably because you think you don't deserve it. But we're going to get back to that. So what I've been practicing is getting in touch with me and being bold and shameless in naming what I seek. I made a few lists that were transformative for me, and I definitely recommend that you try it out. It came from the book Unbound by Kasia Urbaniak. Basically, what you do is you connect with a rebellious side of you, and you write down what the quote-unquote bad girl in you desires. You transcend your good girl conditioning. And I'm not talking about gender here. It has nothing to do with gender. More, I'm talking in terms of archetype. The archetype of the good girl who does what's expected of her 
You've got to transcend that, to, to say fuck you to that and get in touch with your inner rebel. What does your inner rebel want? Write it down. One thing that I've been really impressed by in the kink non-monogamous community is how clear people are about their desires. Because consent is a very important value in the kink community. You have to know what you want and what you don't want, and you have to be able to express it. It's encouraged. It's celebrated. For example, someone, someone might write on their profile, um, I enjoy being spanked, I enjoy being called a good girl, and I want to explore BDSM. Now, very clear, very shameless, it's just matter of fact, this is what I am looking for. On places like Tinder, Bumble, this might seem like, whoa, too much, too much, versus in the king community, it's just what's expected. So you don't feel awkward naming your preferences. And that also translates in real-life encounters, where there is a lot more open communication about what everyone's limits are and what they are interested in experiencing. All of that is very different from what we've been taught. We've been taught to use passive, polite communication. Like, for example, asking a question instead of saying a statement. Asking, are you hungry? Should we get dinner soon? Instead of saying, I'm hungry, let's get dinner. The problem with passive communication is that when you ask, are you hungry? Should we get dinner soon? You hope the other person gives you the answer that you want. And then if they don't, you get annoyed because what you're actually saying is, I have a need to eat right now. And you're waiting for the other person to help you fulfill your need. And then if they don't read between the lines, if they're not a psychic, or if their need is not in alignment with your need, then you are left in a position where your need is unmet. One of the reasons we do this is because we operate from the belief that we are wrong for wanting or needing what we want or need, and are only allowed those desires or those needs if they align with others or if they are approved by them. We put other people's well-being first. And that makes sense. We do it unconsciously because that's how we have been conditioned. Let me ask you this. How do you think you would show up if you felt like all your needs and your desires were 100% legit? I ask my clients this question sometimes. And the other day, one of them said, oh, well, the, the cocky version of me would say this, this, and that. And the cocky version of them is actually just the version of them that advocates for themselves. It's very basic. It's nothing uh, outrageous. They didn't say anything outrageous. They were just very neutral about what, what they want. But it has a negative connotation. Because we've been taught to be a good girl if we want to be loved, if we want to be approved of. But we've got to rebel against the good girl conditioning, like I was saying, and reclaim our cockiness. Or what feels like cockiness, that's actually just basic personal agency. Now, the way that you'll be able to do that is to face your fear of rejection. To realize that you're no longer a child who's dependent on adults' love and care in order to survive. 
to remind yourself that if your boss is annoyed that you decided to leave at five, you will survive. If your mom is pissed because you don't pick up the phone every time, you will survive. You will have to practice experiencing that other people disapproving of you is not dangerous to your life. It feels like that in our body, though, to our nervous system. It feels like death because that's how we've been wired, like I was talking about last week. We have evolved to want to be approved by the tribe. That's what kept, kept us safe and warm and, you know, have, have a place around the fire with the others. You had a lot less chances to be attacked by a wild animal if you were surrounded with your peers. But this is no longer our reality. And so we have to rewire our brains and teach our bodies that we are safe, even if someone is disappointed because we said no to their request to do some extra work, for example. If you can move through the physical sensation that arises in you when someone disapproves and you build resilience there, your life will get so much better. So much better. And you will also attract people that align with the kind of person that you are and the kind of life that you want to have. Simone Grace Sale, she's a marketing coach. She says you have to be willing to repel if you want to attract. So if you speak your desires very specifically, of course, some people are going to be turned off. Of course, some people are going to be like, oh, that's not for me. But that's great news. Because they're going to go away. You're going to weed out the people that are not for you. And you're, there's going to be less people around you, less opportunities around you. But the opportunities for relationships, for jobs, for activities are going to be opportunities that actually match, match who you are deep down inside. So that's it for today. It was a quick episode encouraging you to own what you need, what you want out of life, even if it's uncomfortable at first. The more you do it, the more your life will improve and the more you will be sold on the importance and the power of knowing what you want and going after it shamelessly, unapologetically. Okay, I hope this was helpful. And if you want to work with me more intimately to become more apologetic, to get in touch with the, the, the quote-unquote cocky version of you, even though I don't think it's cockiness, I just think it's personal power. You want help connecting with your personal power? Book a one-on-one -on -one call with me. The first one is free. And we're going to talk about what that looks like, what working together looks like, and how your life could potentially be transformed if you advocated for what you want. Okay, so selfgrowthnerds.com slash coaching. I hope I get to uh, meet you and um, I will talk to you next week. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Bye. If you love what you're hearing on the Self Growth Nerds podcast and you want individual help finding a new direction for your life and developing the courage to make your dreams a reality, you have to check out how we can work together on selfgrowthnerds.com or message me on Instagram at selfgrowthnerds. My clients say they would have needed that support years ago. 
So if you're tired of feeling like you're wasting your life, don't wait. Get in touch now. And I cannot wait to meet you.